You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. This is episode number 25 of Life Repurposed, and I'm thankful that you've joined me today. I promised that this week I would do my own evaluation of goals right here and let you know how I did. So let's get started. I know this is going to be a lot about me, but I think we can find both inspiration and comfort in hearing someone else's honesty. And so my goal is to be honest with you and tell you my story and just tell you a little bit about how my year went. So as I sat down on January 2 of last year, I prayed about it. I got some papers out. I dreamed. I listed. I brainstormed. I looked at my goals from the previous year as a springboard. And in that day of goal setting, I came up with eight things that I felt God pressing on my heart. But even with that preparation and prayer, I didn't do all of those things on the list. So here we are to see how I did. So you'll find the list in the show notes at michellerayburn.com slash 25. And that's going to have these eight things in case you want to look it over and see if there's something that inspires you in your goals for this year. But I will get to talking in the next section about what to do if you don't achieve goals that you really thought you were supposed to achieve. Um, But first, let's just look at them and let's just do a year in review and see how I did. So number one on my list, and I wrote these as I will statements, because rather than goals, I wanted them to be statements that I was saying to myself and to God that I will do these things. So number one, I will live to bring glory to God. This actually doesn't ever leave my list. This is just something that is part of my everyday uh, philosophy on life. So my goals specifically in that were to represent Jesus well on social media, to choose writing and business activities that point others to God, and to begin each day with time in God's word. Now, was I perfect in beginning each day in God's word? No, there were some days I didn't open my Bible, but a lot of days I did. And I have worked at my tone. And even though I'm bold in some of the things I want to share on social media, and I don't want to just hide and pretend like I don't actually have a personality or opinions, I still try to be very careful about how I present those because we can disagree and we can share opinions without uh, bashing other people and without um, doing it in a way that um, would be disappointing if I think of God like sitting in the room with me when I'm on social media. So I think I would, I I think I achieved that one, even though I don't go for perfection. Okay. So that's my recovering perfectionism right there. Okay. So number two, I said, I will set aside 30 minutes per day for emotional well-being. I didn't do well with that. I didn't have 30 minutes every day, but if you've listened to episodes towards the end of the year, you know that I worked at this this year, that um, setting aside some Sabbath time and promoting self-care. So I had a goal with that of reading 40 books in the year. I read about 35, so I came really close. And even though um, that reading time was not exactly the way I'd pictured it, I I read the books. It's just that I did a lot of them on audio while I was doing other things. And my goal was really to just sit and rest and actually read a physical book because that's relaxing for me. And then I also wanted to choose activities that promote self-care. So um, journaling and reflecting and things like that. And I did some 
I just, I know this is an ongoing thing. Um, number three, I will make my health a priority. Devote time to exercise four to five times a week and listen to my body signals for hunger and fullness. Eat whole foods and keep processed foods and sugar to a minimum. And then contact my accountability partner every week. Now, I did make it a priority, even though towards the end of the year, I feel like I lost some momentum on that. I'm picking it up again and just stepping back into the habits that I had established for how I ate, how I put my body's wellness above um, some choices. And I'm looking at like emotions and how that affects things. So I'm continuing to explore all the time on how can I make my health a priority. I still connect weekly with my accountability partner and send a report. And I'm honest in those reports, even when the scale goes up or even if my choices have not been in, in a line with my goals for well-being. So I'm continuing to make health a priority. Number four, I will write. I had a goal of finishing the book that I had started, um, posting blogs and podcasts, and I had a number there of 24, and then exploring other writing and publishing ideas. I did write all year long. I did not finish the book. The, the draft is finished and I'm in the editing. A couple of other projects came along professionally that I stepped into that made me bump the goal of getting the book released and published into 2020. But that's okay because I wrote and I did other things that came along and I did explore those other ideas. So I feel like that one I did accomplish. Uh, number five, I will grow professionally. Delegate weekly time for business or marketing development, posting on social media, research, sending notes to potential clients, advertising, education, and etc. And I will devote an afternoon each month to dream up new ideas and creative solutions that will fulfill my goals. Now, on this one, I had some afternoons and some dreaming time, but I would say that on the goals on that and dreaming up, I probably flew by the seat of my pants a little bit more than I would have liked to, where I just was like, okay, today is going to be the day I'm going to work on this thing. And it wasn't as intentional as I would like it to be. However, I did delegate time for business or marketing development. I did run ads. I did work on social media. So I, I did grow professionally. And um, I appreciate that, that you know, we have goals that we do in some ways and they're different in others. So it's okay. All right. So all that to say, it's okay. Um, number six, I will focus my business work. Now focusing it, I wrote down that it means narrow down work to the areas that energize me and back off on activities that are simply for earning income. I had a goal of expanding some of my services by spring, creating new packages for services and adding them to my website over the year. And then um, I had a number for book design clients. I had some contract goals. Uh, I had goals for creating marketing materials. I just had listed out really some bullet points of what it means to focus my business work. So I did narrow down areas to what energizes me. And I said no to projects, which is hard when you know you have income goals and you are, there are things I could have said yes to simply for earning income, but I know my brain would go crazy because I resent it when I do things just for the money. I just don't like it. So um, I did focus that and say yes to some things and no to some things. I set my 
goals really high for the number of design clients I wanted to have in the year and also my income. And I came, uh, I did not earn the gross income that I had established. However, I came about three quarters of the way to that, which I think is really, um, I consider that a success. So if you're somebody who has goals and you set them really high, getting closer to it by far than you did the year before, I see as success. So I will continue to set my goals higher and in even ones that seem unachievable when it comes to some numbers because it pushes me to get closer to those final outcomes. Okay, number seven, I will invest in others. One of the goals that I have in life in general, similar to goal number one of living to glorify God, is that I want to invest in other people and I don't want my whole life to be just about me. It's not just about me. So um, one of my intentions there was to leave positive comments on other people's posts on some of the groups I'm in. I'm in a group for writers. I'm in some other professional circles. And I don't want to be just a drive-by poster. I want to uh, engage with other people. And I did do that. I, I took the time whenever possible. There were times I had to have boundaries and say, no, too much social media. I can't do that. Um, the other thing I did intentionally was reach out to people through their profiles on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, where I would send them a personal message and just a little note of how I connected with or resonated with some of their content. And I found that to be really meaningful, too. And then um, I also had a goal in that of sending a written note to someone every week like business professional or personal, some kind of encouragement note. I did not do that. That's something I think every year I'm going to do. And I even put out note cards on my desk and I don't get that done. Um, but again, it keeps me mindful of looking for those opportunities and encouraging other people. So even though I don't achieve all of those things that I intend to do, I think it's still successful when uh, it keeps an intention in the front of my mind. And so um, I think that's success too. And then number eight, I will set non-negotiables. So this means some I will not statements. I will not take clients out of fear that I won't make enough money. I will not work nights and weekends forever. Now I say forever because this year I still did work a lot of nights and weekends and um, part of that is I'm creating new work habits so that I don't need to do that. And part of it is just when your business is growing and the services that you offer are growing, there is some hustle that goes into that. And so I can't say that's a non-negotiable. But one thing that I did make non-negotiable was that if I receive emails on the day that I've set aside as my Sabbath, which is my Sunday, I don't respond to those client emails or messages or texts until I'm back in my office working on Monday morning. So the boundaries are continuing to grow there on some of those non-negotiables. And then the other is that I don't just go out to lunch with everybody who invites me because one of my non-negotiables is I need to have actual office time to get my work done. So that's just an example of how my year went and the eight things that I set as I will intentions. Now, as we move into life repurpose, I'd like to talk about what do I do with those ones that I didn't achieve and didn't go above and beyond on. So hang in there. Life repurpose is coming up next. 
By now, it's probably clear to you that I didn't achieve all of those goals that I set or even some of them. I guess I would say I had some of them. Um, I did achieve some of them for sure. Um, And even though they were well written and I followed really good guidelines for how to write goals, because I gave you the overview. I didn't give you all the particulars of how I worded everything. Uh, I even made them as I will statements to make the commitment clear. I still did not do all of them. Some because other things came along and I adjusted. Some because I didn't follow through with my intentions, if I'm going to be honest. Um, And some of those goals that I set, I thought about them using that SMART acronym, small, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time sensitive. And I really thought about that. Like, I want to make sure they're measurable. And what does that look like if I accomplish this thing? And um, some of them I followed principles I've read in books about having both habit goals and achievement goals. And I had a good blend. All of that. I put a lot of work into it. But I still didn't 100%... um, if I'm going to have to take a goal test, I didn't 100% pass the exam. Um, so I'm achiever by nature and getting stuff done is really important to me. However, getting stuff done isn't the same as being productive. You've probably heard many people say that before. I was both productive and I got stuff done. But some of what I got done was not the best of use of my time. And so that's something that's continuing to evolve this year as I look at time. There are some things I have already cut out of my schedule in order to get a better balance on time and how much time I'm in my office, out of my office. Um, So as I look at achievement, it's not just about to-do lists and it's not just about having a lot of things on the to-do list done, but it's really about thinking about what matters. Uh, The other thing I've realized about myself is that I love to strategize and I love to think long-term, but I can also get really overwhelmed with the actual execution of it. So if I think there are too many steps toward reaching a goal, I struggle to take the first one. Um, Maybe you're like that. Maybe you're like, it's just too overwhelming. It looks ginormous. And even if I lay out the steps, in some ways laying them out and seeing them is even more overwhelming because it's like, oh, now I have 800 little things I need to do. So the best goals that I've reached are ones that I reminded myself often of and looked at what I would need to swap out of my schedule to make it happen. But I looked in shorter increments. So um, for instance, I gave up watching a lot of TV. I don't watch very many um, news shows. I don't watch very many weekly television shows. And um, so I've given up some of my hobbies and things like that, knowing that I can't accomplish anything if I don't have the time. But then when I set aside blocks of time, which was my intentional thing, then I had um, projects in mind for what I could work on. So in some ways, I was working at it backwards, like I have a goal, I need to make room for it. And then when those moments came when I could work on it, I could say, okay, go, I have the time, I can do it now. Um, As I continue with in January, in coming episodes, I'm going to continue to talk about goals and how to accomplish them. And I want to ask you a similar question to what I asked in the last episode. And this one is, what is stopping you? I'm not sad about some of the things I committed to on my 2019 goals list and then didn't do last year. It's okay. It's it's just things changed. 12 months is a long ways to look ahead and figure out, like, what am I going to be doing for the year? Um, there was a lot of there were a lot of things that came in addition 
to what they were like unexpected, like new opportunities came my way and they were even better than what I had expected. So I said yes to those and said no to some other things. The question for you is what keeps you from taking steps? How many years in a row have you had the same goals on your list? I'm going to give you a quick resource before I sign off. And then next week, I'm going to share with you what I'm trying this year in place of this 12-month long-range plan. Because for me, I need something in smaller chunks. And so I'm going to share that with you. And then I'll keep you updated throughout the year on how that's working for me. We can just experiment together. So as we move into resources, let's talk about ways that I think you might be able to get launched if you just don't know where to begin. This week, I'd like to share about Business Boutique. It's a book from Christy Wright. Um, Business Boutique, A Woman's Guide for Making Money Doing What She Loves. And if you're somebody who's thought about having a business or you um, have a hobby that you'd like to turn into something a little bit more, this is a good place to start. It doesn't mean you have to own a business like as your full-time income. It, I think it's helpful for anything you want to do that's resourceful, kind of like the Proverbs 31 woman who's resourceful and finds ways to help her family. Maybe it's your hobby that will help your family. So this book is really for women who want to start a business, but if you have any sort of goals related to um, selling crafts, giving lessons, running a design business, using your skills to make money, whatever it is, this is a really good place to start. It begins with talking about dreams, then the book covers some of the hard stuff of letting go of some of the things that you need to in order to pursue better things, gives you some ideas for starting with a little business plan, and there are some practical worksheets at the end of each chapter to use for brainstorming. Um, Christy Wright, the author, is part of the Dave Ramsey Network, and so she also has a podcast on the Dave Ramsey Network, and that is called Christy Wright's Business Boutique, and I think that's a great place to also go for a resource, and I will link to that in the show notes. Um, Business Boutique, as the book and as the podcast, are helpful in inspiring you to keep going with your dreams. Listen to this from the back of the book as I wrap up. There's a movement of women stepping into their God-given gifts to make money doing what they love. If you're already, if you're ready to join them, this is your handbook that will take the ideas in your head and the dream in your heart and turn them into action. The book will help you create step-by-step -step customized plans to start and grow your business. It will show you how to manage your time so you can have a business and life that you love. It will explain overwhelming business stuff like pricing, taxes, and budgeting in simple terms and teach you how to use marketing to reach the right people in the right way. So if that's something that's on your plate and you're like, I don't know where to begin, but it's on my 2020 list of goals and I'd like to be successful this year, I encourage you to check out this beautiful hardcover book from Christy Wright, Business Boutique. And I think it'll be a great way to help you get started. You'll find a link to that in the show notes at michellerayburn.com slash 25. And I hope to have you join me again in a week where we continue to talk about launching your dreams and your goals. Have a great week. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.